This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, friends and neighbors. John Solberg here, your host for the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Happy as always to tell you that this show is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop. Purveyors of highly sought after 100% Australian non-crossbred YRI 9 plus briskets and as always, hand-picked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for more than 15 years and every week they're shipping out competition quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use The Butcher Shop win and they win often. Even if you're not a competitor, you still deserve the finer cuts in life. Great news for you, The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of the backyard. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock, and again, it is always hand-picked just for you. Let's review. The best competition briskets? Check. The best pork selection? Check giving you better overall options to cook at home, check. So you need to give The Butcher Shop a call today, 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. Please mention the Barbecue Central Show. They're going to give you 10% off your entire order each and every time you call. You can also go check them out on Facebook, and I invite you to do so. Facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australian non-crossbred Waiwara 9 Plus Briskets. And in today's show, gets off to a weird start, but then it smooths out. I'm going to let Greg make the introduction here. Joining me now is a regular contributor to the show. He is, of course, a crowd favorite. Many have made the personal plea to me in person and through email that this next guest should run for president of these United States, but of course that would be impossible. We might be eating and drinking better than ever if that were the case, but impossible nonetheless. Currently a 17-time author. 2011 will mark, I'm sorry, 2012 will mark the release of books 18 and 19. The master planker himself, we race over to the hotline and pull up Ted Reader. Ted, how are you, bud? Pretty good there. How you doing? I'm doing absolutely fabulous tonight. It's like you were under a veil of darkness over there in Canada. Is, is, is the power out over there? Well, it's, uh, you know, electricity costs a lot of money, so I'm just turning it down nice and easy tonight. Absolutely. We can try and we can brighten things up a little bit here, I think. Yeah, the, you know, the, uh, the centralites demand to see uh, top chefs in the industry like Ted Reader, so... Whatever face that we can show out there, that, that looks very good. That's uh, something that's almost kind of ghost-like in a, in a fashion. Uh, Ted, I'm going to imagine that at some point the recipes we talk about tonight will involve some type of planking in some form or fashion. So if we could do kind of like this brief remedial course on planking and the general processes of doing it, and we can kind of build from there. All righty. Do you want me to turn some lights on in the background here? Just it's up to you. Seconds. All right. Yeah, two seconds to this. Let me play the Price is Right theme song. Whoa, there we go. Teddy! Oh, so much better. A star of stage and screen. Right, yeah, uh, yeah, remedial yeah. course on uh, playing. Absolutely. <laughs> I have fun every day, Greg. You know, it, it's a good life I lead. I do love my life. I do love barbecue. 
All right. So, uh, Ted, if you could kind of give us this uh, brief remedial course on planking and the, I guess the benefits of it for the people that are just kind of, uh, maybe they don't know about you or maybe they're trying to think of other ways to infuse smoke flavor that don't have smokers. Well, planking is a hot, fast way of uh, smoking food. It's nice and simple. It's nice and easy. And if you don't have a smoker and you don't have the time to go super low and slow, you can infuse that wo- that, that flavor of wood smoke into food with the use of, uh, of a plank, whether it be cedar or maple or oak or pecan or hickory. All things can be planked, uh, what, not just salmon. I've planked things from cheese to uh, to baking cookies and breads on there. I've made lasagna on a plank, spaghetti and meatballs on a plank, Twinkies on a plank, mashed potatoes, shrimp, scallops, uh, burgers, dogs, you name it. I've planked it. I've spanked that plank in and out and all around. <laughs> Uh, now, Ted, let me ask you this. Um, for the people, and, and I'm glad you mentioned all of these other things that you can actually do with planking, because I think you're right. A lot of people will pigeonhole planking into uh, salmon or some type of fish. They don't go right off and think about Twinkies necessarily. Uh, so what's proper way of prepping that plank and you know how many uses out of a plank can you get some information like that? Uh, philosophy on planks. Uh, one, soak minimum one hour in, uh, in cold water. That will keep the plank from igniting immediately as it goes onto a hot grill, whether it be gas or a charcoal grill. Uh, two, you're going to want to make sure that those planks aren't too thick. Uh, if you're doing a big piece of meat like a prime rib on a plank, you're going to want a board that's about an inch thick. But on average, uh, uh, you know, five-eighths of an inch or half an inch is just perfect thickness. Uh, to do things like burgers and mashed potatoes and, and, and crab cakes, if you wish. And then if you want to get into the specialty things, you know, building a box is a separate, is a separate entity uh, of that world of, of plank smoking. But um, and uses, I always say it this way, you get two uses out of a plank, once on your grill and once in your fireplace. So never waste the wood. <laughs> Use it as kindling to start the big bonfire or to fire up your smoker or your rig. Now, because you are known as the plank master or the master planker, is this a way of cooking that you kind of discovered yourself? Did you learn it from somebody, or is it something that you were taught growing up to use as a, a way to impart wood smoke into the food you're cooking? It, it, it a little bit of both. It was uh, some family heritage through, uh, through my, my father being an East Coaster. But planking traditionally started on the West Coast of uh, the Pacific Northwest in Canada and the United States uh, through the Haida Indians, and they would take whole fish and strap it between boards of cedar or alder wood and throw it into a hot smoldering fire and smoke that uh, that that fish. Um, one of my old chefs put it on as a special once, and this, this would go back into the, the early 80s, and he did a plank salmon recipe, but he baked it in the oven. And I just sort of started to adapt it and modify it uh, back in the early 90s. And then really uh, started to push from there and realized that you could do more than just uh, cook on a board just salmon. That you could cook anything you wanted to if you used your imagination and thought outside the box. I uh, countersink holes into planks and I call it the holy plank. <laughs> so you can infuse liquids and, and hold moisture in that plank as it steams. Or you can fill those reservoirs with butter and do escargot in a plank. I build boxes out of planks for baking cakes or making lasagnas or, or rigatoni mixed with a meat sauce or anything you want, uh, right down to a quiche if you do, if you do dare. Um, 
there's really there's nothing you know you can you can put legs on planks and stand them around a, a fire pit you can you can uh, well I built a, a chili box so that you could smoke uh, jalapeno peppers that were stuffed you really you can do anything you want it's just use your imagination and have some fun take it easy if you don't have the time to get into smoking and, and I had my smokers fired up today I smoked some whitefish for my uh, father-in-law and it came out absolutely delicious there is nothing better than doing it old school, low and slow, tend the fire and let her go. But uh, sometimes if you're in a hurry, planking will give you a great flavor. And it is a hot, fast way of smoking food. Ted Reader joining us here on the show. The website, by the way, if you want to check him out, you can buy all these books. He's got books dedicated to planking with all these recipes. Ted Reader. Dot com is the website. Uh, Ted, I'm sure you probably know, you know, for a lot of people, Lent started almost a week ago, uh, just past Wednesday. Typically, meat given up on Fridays. Do you have any Lenten-style barbecue or grilling recipes that you could share with us tonight that would help us through these next 33 days or so? Find out what Teddy had to say over at the BBQCentralShow.com. It's going to be a link in today's show notes. It's going to take you to this complete episode. Find out what he had to say about lint, lintels, lint, linton meals. Do that over there. Teddy, great then, great now, great forever. One of the greatest people on the planet. Yet alone one of the greatest people in outdoor cooking. Teddy Reader, love that guy. Hey, thanks so much for listening as I ramble on. And until next time, on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again soon.